For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. going on guys and welcome to another edition of jay bird watching we are part of the stadium scene.tv network i am your host this morning my name is adam corsair and joining me are the usual co-hosts of mine and yours craig borden and brendan <laughs> penicar how are we now that i still don't have a baby how yeah. are we <laughs> <laughs> nice you to have you back for another show yes. yeah you if you made it sound like she was ready to pop. You sold the fence. Oh, she is. <laughs> she like send Apparently, off. <laughs> your newborn child is just as ready for the Blue Jays run as you know we are here. And is just filled with anticipation, apparently. <laughs> Maybe we need it. to do a send-off after every show, given how yeah. things yeah. changed from here <laughs> since last show. Um, so, look, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Um, I know this is a Blue Jays podcast. I know this is a baseball podcast. I know some people don't like to mix their sports interests, and some people are exclusively baseball fans. Cool with me. I get it. it I'm just, I'm not, you know, I don't share that with you, but I get the fact that you're dedicated to the Blue Jays and baseball. But just entertain me for 30 seconds. The Bills start this weekend. Uh, football starts this weekend. Craig and I are huge Bills fans. Brendan is a 49ers fan. However, he doesn't dislike the Bills, so I think there's some, you know, commonality here. Yep. If you go to Fox Sports NFL, Blue Jays fans listening right here, if you go to Fox Sports to NFL Twitter right now, it is down to the best fans between the Bills fans and the Browns fans for the championship. The Bills won this last year, and they put a big Bills billboard outside of Foxborough in my neck of the woods. I would like them to do that again. So if you could just go to Fox Sports NFL, vote for the Bills, make sure the Mafia has their billboard here in New England so I can take a picture in front of it again, I'd appreciate it. That's all I'm asking, so please do that. That's all. That's all. I feel like we need to put that in freaking Tampa Bay this year, though. I was thinking Kansas City. For Tom Brady? Yeah. (laughs) Tell them that we're coming for him, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's got to be either New England... Kansas City or Tampa Bay. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. Either I way, we're going to England. I would probably yeah. stay in England. Yeah, so I can Just see it. Yeah. Fun up yeah. in their yard when they suck. Yeah, <laughs> it's not their division anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You 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 ain't shit. Anyways, all right. So we're <laughs> recording this on Wednesday evening, and as of this recording, the Jays just began their game, their third game of four against the Yankees in New York. They currently have a record of seventy-five and sixty-two. They are twelve behind the first place Rays, and I will let's face the divisions out of the question. Uh, and now only 
two games out of a wild card spot. <sighs> two. I think last recording they were five games out. Yeah, five and a so. half. Maybe even six. It was, it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, now they're two, and they only have the Red Sox and the Yankees ahead of them, who have been losing games. All right, so let's start right there, shall we? We said at the we said last week that the ideal situation was for the Blue Jays to sweep the Oakland A's, and it happened. I didn't necessarily think it was going to happen. Craig, I think you were the only one that thought it would. It happened. We said the ideal situation was the Blue Jays to split against the Yankees. As of today, that's already happened. Business has been taken care of. Let's get an extra win. So, Craig, now that uh, we're in the middle of this series and with the team currently on a six-game winning streak, two games behind a wild card spot, as we mentioned, let's talk about it. Is this the beginning of a legitimate run to the postseason? I'm going to make the freaking Will Ferrell joke right now. I'm going streaking through the playoff or streaking through the wild card right to the playoffs right now into the Asia, man. Fucking storm the front. <laughs> but to that point, they real we we talked last week and we said it for the last week is put up our shut up time. They had to do something, right? You literally put every notice by just taking it to town against the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. They went balls to the walls and they did everything right. Pitched, hit, Defense, everything, all sides of the ball, perfect. And then you came into the Bronx and did that the right, the first two games. And regardless of the fact that Garrett Cole, I think, was fighting that injury even when he started the game, they hit him well enough. And I'm just going to say it, all hail King Kirk in the judge's court. Period. Done right there. (laughs) (laughs) So they couldn't have done it better the last six games. And literally a stuff of dreams at the moment. So anything they continue to do in the rhyme or reason in this fashion right now, they're in the chase. And I don't, I think the two of you saw what I tweeted out from David Cohn quoting last night while I was stuck watching the feed here in Rochester, New York. He more or less said the red, the Red Sox are losing to the Rays right now and they're not coming back. They, <laughs> and now the blue Jays are taking to the school here the AL chaos and the wild card is going to be nuts. This is going to be a hell of an end to the season. And I don't think he could have hit the nail any better on the head. Props to former blue Jay, David Cohn. (laughs) Good, Brady. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And I want to clarify something last week when we recorded, I feel as the host that I was pretty close to being as doom and gloom as possible, because how could you not be after the weeks prior, the offense had gone dry they squeaked out wins against the Tigers and the Orioles, and it looked like it was, you know what? As I opened up last week, oh, as the host, I said, the athletic series, that's last rights. Like, you got to put up or shut up, and they did. And I want to say as well, to anybody that kind of lost faith over the last couple of weeks before these past six games that they've won, I was right there with you because, you know what, we're in the middle of the summer, we're doing a lot of things in Ontario, things are pretty open, things are pretty open in the United States, so I want to get out and do things. When I say I was near my end for this season, what I mean was they're not appointment, must-watch appointment watching TV. Like I'm not going to ditch plans to sit down in front of the TV and waste away a good summer day. Now they are appointment watch TV. Like I'm making sure we're going to be watching as many games as possible now that they've made this a race again, and... If they win three out of four, if they win tonight, you got to complete the sweep. And you then you're only a half back. Even if you win tonight or lose tonight and win tomorrow, just win three out of four, you leave Yankee Stadium two and a half back at them. That was nearly unthinkable a couple weeks ago. And the best thing about it, guys, they still have three games against Yankees to go this season at Rogers Center. So you leave two and a half down, you still 
can control your own destiny and catch them and surpass them when they play them at the end of September. So, yeah, it is a march to the postseason. And I think we ended last week's show saying, could they keep it interesting until the last week of September, maybe the the second last week of September? It's going to be interesting the entire way out, maybe until the last series of the year against Baltimore. Yeah, you know, I... Look, we all had our our doubts. I'm I'm even excluding myself that the Blue Jays were in were in dire straits because the offense just wasn't there. And for as good as the pitching has been, the bullpens have been a little bit shaky at times. At times it's been okay. At times it's been excellent, but most of the time it has been pretty bad. Um, starting pitching wise has been thoroughly amazing. It exceeded probably all of our expectations uh, with a few blips from Ryu and Barrios here and there. Um, but, you know, offensively, this is where the team lives, right? And I think that's why a lot of people make that uh, comparison to the 2015 squad. Um, so as long as the bats continue to stay alive as they have woken up here, um, I don't see a reason why it can't be at least competitive. Right? And this is all we really ever wanted, right? I remember watching the rest of the game last night and I'm, I'm sitting, laying in bed with my wife. And I'm just saying... Fuck yes. Like, this is the best. Like, seeing them win a game in September and making the postseason run close and interesting, I love it. I love it, especially when it gets nice and cold. You're just chilling watching the game, and you, <laughs> you got your white knuckle in your chair, and you're just like, oh, man, what's going on? Are they going to win? It's the best. And that sort of welcome sense of anxiety is, I don't know, it's it's sort of compelling. And I, and I like to experience it, so I'm glad we get the opportunity to do so. Um, in the bullpen, and Julian Merriweather is back up with the team right now, so maybe he will provide some relief in, in addition to what Nate Pearson has been doing. This team has the ammunition. They have the ammunition, and Brennan, you mentioned they still have games against the Yankees coming up. It's not all lost, but again, as we mentioned last week, a lot of things have to break right around them. So if we're talking about the pace that the Blue Jays are going on and how they're starting to wake up, Brendan, are you convinced that teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox will continue this downward trend? Or are the Red Sox seeing this downward trend because, well, they're facing fucking Tampa Bay and they're a pretty good team? I think the Yankees will rebound a little bit, though Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo, some of their key acquisitions have dried up offensively and haven't done a whole lot. It has not been smooth sailing lately for Joey Gallo, um, which is nice. That bullet. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on with Joey Gallo in a Yankee uniform right now is exactly what my fear was for us ever even being near that. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's always a fear when you have a guy as, as swing and miss as Joey Gallo. So, yeah, I, I think the Yankees will hold on and I think they will end up making the wild card. I think their place in the wild card is now a little bit in doubt. Will they be hosting at Yankee Stadium? That's not as much of a guarantee as it was a couple of weeks ago. I think the Blue Jays obviously being two and a half back can challenge to host it at the Rogers Center, which would be incredible. But the Red Sox, yeah, I do not see them making the playoffs at this point. I know they're playing Tampa. Tampa right now seems virtually unbeatable just with the way that they're firing on absolutely all cylinders. Nelson Cruz is red hot. Like everybody on the Rays are red hot at the same time. So and then not to mention uh, Andre Franco is just broke a record for the on base streak. Yeah. It's nuts. (laughs) So, yeah, the Red Sox, I'm glad they're playing the Rays right now. I don't know if they have any more Rays games left between now and the end of the season. That's too bad. So, you know what? Hopefully they lose. I I was curious. I brought up both their scheduled Yankees and the Red Sox, so I guess I'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, yeah, no, go for it, because I'm curious. Like, uh, the Blue Jays have taken advantage of them playing schedule right now. 
can they do it again when they play some tougher competition? Probably. So if you're looking at the Red Sox schedule right now, unfortunately, it looks like they're done with the Rays. Okay. Yeah. So they, but they, but it doesn't get a ton easier, except they are sprinkling in six games against the Baltimore Orioles in there. And that's where I think we would, if, if we were going to get burned, that's where we get burned. Right? <laughs> so right. to that point, they go f- from playing Tampa this tonight, they have the off day and then they play the White Sox and the Mariners over the next six days. Ooh. They get a little break, play the Orioles and they got to play a split against the Mets. Then they get to play the Yankees and then finish the last three games of the season against the Baltimore Orioles. That's the Red Sox. The Yankees in the midst of that equation do a little bit of this similar, but they sprinkle in a little bit of an easier schedule. And this is where I think if they can find something that's going to keep them in the race versus the Red Sox, because the Red Sox have not as many games against sub 500 teams. The blue they, after this series with the Yankee, the blue Jays, the Yankees play the Mets in a subway series at the Mets. So it, uh, then they play a makeup game against the Twins, the Orioles, Cleveland Indians, Texas Rangers, and then they have to finish the season, the last six games of the season, and this is where the Yankees have a chance to get dusted. They play the Red Sox, uh, uh, the three before the weekend there, as I mentioned a moment ago, and then they finish against the Blue Jays. No, they so still have seems- both. But no, 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 no. Both teams still, the Red Sox and the Blue October. Jays still have, yep. They, so the Yankees actually finished against Tampa. Yes. Oh. So there's yes. your catch. Hopefully, Tampa will just have a reason to, uh, to crush them and bury right. them. And the, the Red Sox finish against the Nationals. We Correct. we have this four against Baltimore, and our last series is at home against Baltimore. They need to win. So we have seven games. They need seven to games against Baltimore. They need to win seven. No, yeah. fuck that. They need to win seven <laughs> against Baltimore. <laughs> seven. Just pour it on. And right now, if this offense is going to even – guys, I know we've been riding a different person every night, it seems like, for offense throughout these last two series. But that's what this team was designed to do. Just have somebody different beat you every night. One night is Loris Gurriel Jr. Another is Alejandro Kirk. Then, okay, great. Vladdy goes nuts. Bo Bichette goes off. You know, that's how this attack has been catered to. They just have to find a way to get on base and – Somebody's going to hit them around is, was the idea. And right. outside of basically a blip on the radar of two, three weeks there that we hopefully just ended. <laughs> yeah. That's how this whole season's been. So if we can get around and get what we've been getting even to a close point to this pitching that we've been getting lately, plus the return of Merriweather and having Nate Pearson do anything like he did the other night, that bullpen all of a sudden got a lot nastier. And, and less Brad Handy and uh... <laughs> I mean, he's, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just think that the, the stars are aligning at this point. And I, look, I don't think the Jays are going to run away with it. Again, I, I'm, I'd like to be a little conservative when it comes to my expectations and where I think this team will finish. But, you know, I, I just I can't see them maybe running away with it. And I don't even know that they'll host a wild card game. Um, but when you see seven against, uh, Baltimore, you have six against Minnesota. Um, that gives you some sort of optimism. Um, especially given the fact that two of those first four against Baltimore are double headers and blue Jays tend to fare well in double headers. Um, you don't have to rely on the bullpen too much And hell. If Charlie Montoya is bold, he can have the starters go the full seven. 
for yeah. both games. Um, I Which would not. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of all hands on deck. We said that last week. So, um, I think I think it's it's possible. I think it's a little bit more than possible. And I think I uh, sent you guys the tweet, and I think Craig, you even retweeted it that their playoff chances went up about thirty some odd percent percent. So yeah, I think the other websites actually gave us forty. There you go. And so more you, analysts you too are saying they yeah. will make it as well. <laughs> well just based just on our offense alone. Yeah. If you look yeah. at things that have just panned out in baseball history, boys, teams that have had the best Septembers usually run into the playoffs and storm the fr- and just are barnstormers, right? Look at that is literally the only reason that the Florida Marlins have won two World Series. Is just <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of reason for optimism. And I think last night, uh, I was it Tuesday night, uh, demonstrated that. And I think as long as they can right now, in the beginning that if they can take three out of four against the Yankees, that's good. That's playing with house money at that point. So, um, we wanted to split, they got the split. If they can win one more, that just reemphasizes to me that this team is hungry. Um, and they're doing it right now. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not. Is, is Springer in the lineup tonight? I don't think he is. Um, I, I forgot to check. I'll check right now. Um, center and Kirk's yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, this is all without uh, arguably their Kirk best. Runs, so, why not give him another night off? There you go. <laughs> um, or so, look, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you guys caught on to this, but it seems like every time I host this show, Springer's hurt. So, uh, this one's on me. Uh, I guess, you know, once my child's born, (laughs) when my child's born, he's going to be fine because I won't be on the show for a while. So, uh, Springer took a foul ball to the knee. He'll screw it all up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Uh, he took a foul ball to the knee and, uh, you could tell it just wasn't pretty. Um, he was wincing in pain. He even reached for the bat and Charlie Montoya was like, no, man, that's not happening. I don't know if you guys saw that gift, but it was hilarious. Or Jif, however you kids say it. Anyways, uh, he was already not at 100% when he returned previous ailment, and this just made the situation that much worse. Um, he's he's a grinder. We all know this. He probably would love to be out there, but the team is taking it uh, easy with the precautions, so can't really say I blame them. But, Brendan, this was the top of your Christmas wish list here, so how confident are you that he'll join the team, sorry, rejoin the team sooner rather than later he is in the in the dugout. He is still with the team. So that's encouraging that he didn't have to get any special treatment on the knee in Toronto. Um, moreover, do you want him to be playing? Do we need him to be playing? In other words, are you prioritizing uh, the state of his health, uh, given the bats that have come alive lately? Or is this still a situation where all hands are on deck? Because last week, all hands on deck. I would mm-hmm. like his bat in the lineup, though to your point with how hot Kirk has been. Corey Dickerson's been doing pretty well um, as well. So it's okay to give him more days off than you might during a normal playoff run if he was healthy. Like, he wouldn't be off if he was fully healthy. Um, if he didn't take that foul ball off the knee, he'd probably be in there as DH right now, maybe two days off a week. I'm fine with three days off a week. As long as his bat's in there, maybe half the games throughout the rest of the season, I'm that. And I don't think... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think with the way his injury is, I don't think he can actually make it worse. I just think the 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 foul ball off the knee probably made it just a little bit more painful for a little while. Probably a huge knee bruise right now. So he's dealing with yeah. probably two different ailments. So he can't make it worse, 
but I don't think he's necessarily making it better by playing either. And if he can't make it worse, I'd rather him play uh, and and not make it better at that point because you need his bat in the lineup. You can still hit, um, just hopefully don't tweak it and make it worse. So, yeah, no, I'd rather see him in there than shutting him down for a couple weeks and just having him in the dugout alone. He's been through this before with the Astros. The Astros have been in wildcard races. They've been in division races, tight playoff games. So this is a guy you can lean on and a guy you should lean on, especially with the Rays coming up. They still, I think when we were going through the schedules, Austin is now done with Tampa. It seems like the Yankees what, only have one series left with Tampa between now and the end of the year. We have the most race games uh, out of those three teams. So we need him for those series, and I would like him to play in those six race games. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm in the, the offense ain't broke. I don't need him in the moment. So I'm trying to find a way that at least he's available for a, a, DA, uh, a pinch hit situation late mm. in the ball game tonight tomorrow maybe through the weekend just so that he you know there's somewhere to get him in or let him play a game randomly in there um i want him next week ready to go as best as he can in that dh spot but right now there's enough hot hands that i let the offense go until if the wheels fall off then need him back in that catalyst role to split offense back up right now there's enough things going right that i'm allowing him to get a few days off and get as close to right to, to the point that brendan needs him to have them through those Rays games. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, but then again, like I said, I love King Kirk. So there is that. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I fall in the same sort of general area with you guys, except um, I'm a little bit more lenient and uh, towards playing it safe. Um, look, I, I, we've beaten this to death. We already got the split against the Yankees. That's not to say that, any more wins wouldn't be beneficial for the Blue Jays. Of course, they'd be advantageous. But I don't know that you need him against Baltimore. Yeah. I, I just I don't think you do. And especially with uh, we'll we'll talk about it more in detail later. But with how Kirk has been playing, Lourdes has woken up. Vladdy seems to be back. Bo just looks like he wants to murder the ball. And <laughs> oh yeah, Simeon is by far the best Marcus S that has ever played this game. Period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know that you need him. I don't know that you need to rush him back, uh, especially to finish out. If they win tonight, you don't need him tomorrow. Agreed. Even if they lose, I don't think you necessarily. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily need him. And if you can battle through the Orioles, which you should be able to, should be you should three be of able. Those. Yes, you should be able to at least win three. Um, save him for Tampa at home. Let him come home because then you have a rest day right after that, that Thursday, um, before facing the Twins at home again. And then you have Tampa Bay right after that. So I say rest him, rest him until Monday, and and take it from there. And it, just as long as these bats remain hot, um, you can pummel the Orioles, give yourself some confidence against Tampa Bay, and then Tampa Bay. Oh, hey, you got George Springer. I mean. Tampa Bay doesn't give a shit. They're going to win the division anyway. Yeah. Um, they might even win the World Series, would, given how they've been playing. But, yeah, I mean, look, I said it. But uh, I just don't think you need to to push it with yeah. George Springer. Point, I mean, though, I'd rather have George Springer sitting on my bench, like you said, through the weekend here. And at least for the Blue Jays against the Yankees remainder here tonight and tomorrow. There is something ominous for Aaron Boone to know that he is looming as a pinch hitter in these next two days. Mm. So God, that you imagine him coming up with a, the bases loaded with a tie game in the ninth inning or something like that. And watch him just hit a game winning double. 
Yeah. He, he so was down. a big part of that the other night, and he's still, you know, quote unquote, not Kirk Gibson in it. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a threat. And him on the bench as an active player is still better than post dating the quote unquote injury to whatever the hell and giving him 10 days. Yeah. I need him one way or the, or the other as a DH probably Monday. Yep. Yeah. That needs to happen. And that you have to take that series with a win against the Rays for this initial one, I think. Take advantage of the home advantage and run with it, right? Mm-hmm. So tonight we got Manoa pitching, tomorrow we got Barrios to close out the Yankees series. Uh, as of right now on the Blue Jays website, all the remaining starters are TBD, but correct me if I'm wrong. So Ryu would be going on Friday? Um, pitch Sunday. Was that Bruce on Sunday? No, Ray was. We'll go Friday. Ryu yep. will go in the doubleheader. Um, does anybody know how many innings Ross Stripling pitched in his rehab the other night? I don't know. If, it, if it wasn't much, I would not be shocked if Ross Stripling starts one of those doubleheaders um, on Saturday. And then you probably go um, uh, Matt's on Sunday. That would be my guess. How good was he last night? Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was great. Especially when you need him to be. Um, I don't, uh, let me see if uh, the minor league starts for him. Like if, if Stripling um, started, then probably, although, you know what? Even if he did start, that was Tuesday. You go to Saturday, you have today off, Thursday off, Friday off, Saturday, you'd be pitching on the fourth day. So three days of rest. Just a couple innings to get under his belt and use kind of a like long guy. I, I actually, depending on how, or, I, I don't even think the innings count matters anymore, but I think maybe Ross Stripling starts one of those games with Ryu on the other one on Saturday. That's my guess. Yeah. If you have Ray starting on Friday and then be pitching the first on Saturday, and to your point, you're saying Stripling pitched the se- second one and then Matt's closing it out. That'd be my guess. That's those are winnable games. And for the yeah. first game against in the doubleheader, I'd have Ryu go seven. Just have him Same. go. Assuming Same. he's cooking, yep. have him go the full seven. Um, Ray so you're playing like 32 pitches and over an inning and a third gave up yeah, one like, hit, walked one and struck out one. Oh yeah. So that's a hundred percent the plan in my mind. Stripling will pitch on Saturday. I would be shocked if he doesn't. Yeah. If let let him go. To, if he can. Francis. <laughs> oh. hmm. If he can go the full, I don't even, I wouldn't put stripping out there for the full seven, put him in five and let the uh, Nate Pearson or um, Merriweather finish it out on Saturday night. But, Again, the point I'm trying to make here is that these are all winnable games, right? Especially with that pitching staff going um, against Baltimore. And then you'd have Matt's, like you said, finishing it mm-hmm. on Sunday. You should be able to win all four of those games. And if you do that, you could very well be looking at the Blue Jays in the wild card position, not just chasing yeah. a spot in it at that point. Um, again, the Yankees have uh, the Mets this weekend. So it, it wouldn't, you know, Mets surprise me if they, yeah, Mets. they could drop one of those games. You know, and even though it's in New York, it's one way game. And the yeah. Red Sox have the White Sox. You know, yeah. they're not they're not a cakewalk either. And they're traveling and then, to Chicago. And then the Mariners after that. Yeah. How crazy. How crazy would it be. Sorry, Adam. If the Red oh. Sox and, and Mar- like, let's just say the Red Sox lose a couple games to the White Sox, which probably happens, say, two or three. Jays win three or four in Baltimore, maybe all four. And then the Red Sox go to the Mariners, and the Mariners gain ground and tie the Red Sox. And then they're right there, too. And we're going to look at four teams that could have it. 
an equal shot within the last three weeks of the season. This is shaping up to be like the race down the stretch in 2016. Remember this when the Jays were in yes. Walkhart one, the Orioles, and then the Tigers were only a game behind, and I think the Mariners were two games behind. Although I think this will be tighter and closer of a race than it ended up being in 2016. But yeah, it, it's going to be crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the wild card right now for the NL. Not nearly as exciting, right? The Dodgers are taking. Uh, the one of the uh, one of the wild card spots. That's that's inevitable. And then you got like uh, I mean, they're pretty good. Cincinnati, Reds San Diego, yeah, Philly, and the Mets are still in the mix. They're only three and a half. And St. Louis, uh, maybe San Diego finds their way in. Maybe Philly. I don't really have faith in Philly. It's just not as it's not as fun. I, I just no. think the the because you got three AL East teams <laughs> battling it out. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. I love it. Um, the reason why I'm talking about this though is that uh, to emphasize the point is that you don't need Springer. Bringing it back to George Springer, you don't need George Springer for the the weekend series. Um, I would rest him up, have the swelling go down, assuming that's what it is. If it's a contusion, have the swelling go down, let him get right and play him against the teams that you you need to win those games. Like obviously you need to win all of these games don't get me wrong but the non-winnable quote-unquote games like tampa bay uh those two series against them um you know you can even rest them for one game against the twins if you want you can rest them for in both of those series you can rest them for one uh i still think the jays would take six out of those seven and you can maybe even rest them against the yankees if you feel bold by then we should have a better picture as to what's happening we should um and then the last series against baltimore should be fine um so I guess I'm sort of 50-50 on the all-hands-on-deck thing because because the offense is alive. If it wasn't alive, I'd be way more frightened. Yeah, than I yeah, am. yeah. No, that's fair, for sure. Um, I just looking through Barrios' uh, starts for the Yankees. I don't know how in the hell in his career he's only against the Yankees three times. Oh, wow. He's thrown 14 innings against them, and he's had basically one uh, one bad start and two amazing ones. Oh, good. So I know he didn't he start against him in the wildcard game a couple of years ago. I'm pretty sure he got rocked. <laughs> to the point, uh, if if you look at his career stats, because the guy like I just was, Brios has been locked down in September and October. So, I regardless of the fact that he's obviously had to do some tweaking, I'm very excited to see that start for him tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah, it's absolutely huge. Nail All right, coffee. let's uh, let's move on to. Uh, Chris Key's uh, binky here. Robbie Ray threw another gem in Toronto on Sunday, going six and two thirds, throwing ten strikeouts, three walks, and only giving up one hit. Guys, he got the home run jacket. A pitcher got the jacket. Uh, well, he hit the figurative home run of a pitcher equivalent, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, ten 100%. strikeouts is now like just basic for uh, for Robbie Ray. Only Blue yeah. Jay to do. Since Clemens, right? I think since Clemens. Um, Craig, yeah, given, think- the, yeah. uh, given that the main condition for him winning the Cy Young got destroyed by the Blue Jays last night and seems to have a hamstring injury, um, how legitimate are Robbie Ray's chances to be the Cy Young Award winner? Um, does the, the Yankee pinstripe of Garrett Cole that he dons uh, give him the advantage automatically? And as a bonus question... If Robbie Ray does win the Cy Young, does that make you a little bit more nervous that the Blue Jays aren't going to be able to afford him? The Blue Jays should, quote-unquote, have the biggest pocket in baseball when you're talking about our, quote-unquote, current budget. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> so in figurative to the other big market teams, we haven't spent a penny yet for next yeah. season. <laughs> Engine sure. Ryu is, is our money. Yeah. <laughs> so to that point, it's, I'll go back to the Cy Young question. Going into this season, Garrett Cole was expected to be a Cy Young pitcher. He has been a Cy Young pitcher. I will, yeah. But the other part of that equation is in my voting piece of this whole thing, and I'm one of those old school people with the MVP and the Cy Young Award. What did you do for your team? Your, the Yankees were expected to be a playoff team. Hands down, right? Mm-hmm. So him being expected to win that and the Yankees making the playoffs isn't anything overwhelmingly and shocking to me. He did what he was expected to do, right? The Blue Jays were quote-unquote a fringe team. If you want to talk about the Blue Jays actually being a playoff contender, it is because of Robbie Ray. So he is the MVP equivalent of a pitcher to me. So he's edging out, and this isn't just because of Blue Jay affiliation, because he had more to overcome and took his team on his back and ran with it. That is where I'm seeing to the point where I would be seeing just enough votes for somebody like Robbie Ray edging out Garrett Cole in a very close race. But to that point, there are definitely more Yankees fans on the people that can vote. Yep. And yeah. lose that just getting edged out would be my guess. But I think there's going to be a good battle for Robbie Ray as a Cy Young candidate for this season. Because to that point, they are pretty much changing back and forth for who, you know, runs each category and the stat columns, right? Cole's been back and forth with him. And I thought this was an interesting thing that I heard during the Yankee broadcast last night. Do you guys know who the last Blue Jays strikeout leader in the American League was? No. Adam still got Bill's turn. Yeah. Pay for it. Uh, What year was it? Yeah, I was going to say, can you give me a year? I I don't know who it is. (laughs) Can you give me me a, a decade? I'll give you an era, okay? Uh, Angry Bird. It can't can't be obvious. It can't be Holiday. No, but it's not Roy Holiday. Okay. AJ Burnett? You are correct, sir. Oh, damn. If it wasn't Holiday, it had to be. AJ Burnett. And then this is the thing that blew my mind, the fact that nobody for the New York Yankees has led the league in strikeouts since, like, 1961. It was, like, Al Whiting. Wow. Years, freaking CC Sabathia, AG Burnett, and yeah. all these guys. There's been a lot of strikeouts and pinstripes, but the fact that I, I did, it blew my mind with that whole conversation is they were talking about Robbie Ray versus Cole for the Cy Young, and it's hands down two of them because as impressive as Shea Otani has been, he has not been a Cy Young pitcher. He's just been a really good pitcher that also hits nine billion dingers in the year. So he's yeah. probably your likely MVP. Yeah. <laughs> so, but to that point, he hadn't been on that same level pitching wise as the Robbie Rays and the Garrett Coles. Yeah. So yeah, he's not winning. Race. No. And with the people that were in that conversation and Michael K, Paul O'Neill, David Cohn, and it, 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 it carried weight. The fact that they were high, holding Robbie Ray in such high esteem in that conversation as Yankees announcers. So that's the reason I'm in that ballpark right now. That's going to be a very, very close literal arms race. (laughs) The uh, final part of the season here for what could be a possible awarded season for Robbie Ray. But to that point, 
you're gonna have to pay MRA Dickie money now. <laughs> you're gonna have to pay more than that, man. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know if he'll end up winning it or not, but. He will be damn close, just to your point there, Craig. I think he might just get edged out by Garrett Cole. However, if there are more writers who decide to vote for the story uh, of the year and how wild he was the last year and look like his well, – I wouldn't say his career was looking like it was going to be done. He was still kind of effective in short spurts, but um, just looked like a bit of a train wreck mechanically um, and had been for his entire career. The turnaround is like something I've never seen before, to be completely honest. Like, I don't think anybody's seen this dramatic of a turnaround, which is why I kind of have a little, just a little, little bit of hope that some people might be scared off in free agency, be like, can you do it again? Can you do it for a second year without Pete Walker um, and having the Blue Jays pitching staff there with you? I don't think that'll come down into play. But if you line, look at the big picture, and if they do end up getting into the wild card, and let's say they go for a little bit of a run and maybe make it to the CS, um, even if they go to the DS, and Robbie Ray is a key contributor to that, I think he might get a few extra votes to make it even closer and maybe end up winning it if they end up making the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, they come close, they miss out by a couple games. I don't think he wins it. I think he comes second or third. But if they get into the playoffs, yeah, I think he has a he wins a couple more votes just because without him you're not making it to the playoffs and that should be also kind of in consideration when you're voting for the Cy Young is if you remove this pitcher do you make it to the playoffs which is an obvious no uh yes. at this case but yeah so yeah in terms of what it'll cost uh yeah the price tag goes up and up and up because he's clearly establishing himself as the first or as the best or second best option on the free agent market and Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we went through this a couple weeks ago. There isn't that too many impressive arms that are supposed to be hitting the free agent market, is there? There's a good nope. case of Robbie Ray. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that's Max, the scary part. Max Scherzer, if he doesn't re-sign, but I think he did already, didn't he? No. That was still no. too TBD, but yeah, there's yeah. a lot of guys there in that same mold as him, but he definitely stands in the top two, I think, from what I recall. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, see, for me, I, I just I like the aggressiveness, and this is sort of a uh, a, a sidestep, but on the same line. Uh, it was rumored that or reported that the Blue Jays, um, the front office, have been trying to re-sign both Robbie Ray and Marcus Simeon, as they should. Um, I think Simeon is pretty determined to hit the open market to see what he can get. Um, we've made it clear that... We're willing to pay, um, we being the three of us, are willing to do what it takes to re-sign Robbie Ray. I said, you know, five or four at 100, it might cost you closer to 30 a year if he wins the Cy Young. And although that does give him give me some reluctance for the sake of at least next year to have a solid rotation, because you only really have three sure things next year. Um, that being Ryu, Manoa, and Barrios, um, you could use that stability. Manoa is Say that still, again? I'll even give you a flyer on Manoa. As much as I loved watching him this year, it's the, what if he wins the rookie year, does he get rookie year cursed? Oh, yeah, yeah he might. Second year, that's, eh, you know what I mean? It, yeah. Or do they figure something out? The only sure things you have next year are Ryu and Barrios. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and you know you don't know what's going on with Pearson. You don't know uh, what that fifth starter is going to look like. Maybe it'll be a K, um, you or Stripling. You you know it's it, it's Steven kind of 
self a paycheck. Be, yeah. You know, I, I just don't know that you can reasonably say that you're still competing for a postseason spot, which they should be without winning. And I don't want the winning the bidding war and I don't want the Blue Jays to bid against themselves here. But, you know, if this if the statement is true, if the reason why Robbie Ray came back here for, was an eight million dollar contract it was yeah. because of uh, Pete Walker, um, then there's something there. Right. There's something there in that relationship. And it's not just, hey, I want you to rebuild me so I can go somewhere else. Maybe it is. It's his right to be that way. Um, but I just think if the Blue Jays are like, look, we'll give you 100 million over five. He'll be 30 when the contract begins. I think he turns 30 in October. I don't love it in terms of like just the base on paper, paying a guy until his 35, 25 million dollars a year. But if that's what it takes, at least for the first two years, that's what you're paying for. And you just figure it the rest of it out later, right? You just figure it out. And I don't know that that's going to hinder you from giving Vladdy an extension, from giving Bo an extension. I think you'll be able to figure it out. Uh, I think given the team's success, the payroll should increase like we saw in 2015. Um, I just think you got to do it. And if honestly, if it costs five at 150, are you guys doing it? That's 30 million. It's like I said to you guys, I think last week, worst case scenario, he's one of the guys that comes out of the end of the bullpen in his last year and just throws gas. Uh-huh. That's 30 <laughs> million a year. Expects catching up to it. But right now, I think the biggest problem is we don't have the prospects now that are on the top end ready to burst in and do another That's Manoa. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Pitching so, wise, you don't. It's, it's, it's known money at that point, and you have a good idea what you're going to get. Yes. Regardless, he yeah. regresses a little bit. He's going to be at least Yunjin Ryu that throws hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryu's been a good pitcher. He's not been the ERA champion that we saw with the Dodgers, but he has been a amazing fifth every fifth day guy. So to that point, if that's the worst case scenario, I don't see why you just don't pay him. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of money. I think I'd be fine with it. I would be like, hmm, yeah, okay, just just swallow it and, and do it. But yeah, I think in the, right in the sweet spot would be if you could lock him up at 5, 110, 5, 125, then I'm like thrilled with that. But 5, 150 is where I start having a little bit of hesitation. I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay, might as well. Right. I mean, like I said, it's sure rotation. Um, he is arguably the ace of the squad. I don't even know if that's even arguable anymore. He should be your opening day starter, assuming that you keep him next year. He starts the wild game, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. remember we were st- we, that was a talking point. Like, oh, is it going to be Barrios because we just got yeah. him, or is it going to be Ray? No, it's Ray. It's clearly Ray. Robbie Ray. See, and that's why Barrios trade, if they make the playoffs, is that much bigger, too, is because if you do go Robbie Ray and you win, you can open up the next series with Ryu, Barrios, Mats, and, then you, might, and then you bring it back to Ray. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. Ray and that, how things land, you know? Yeah. yeah. They usually off day in between so you would talk about that, that third game in the next series you might have enough days to get ray in yeah yeah i think the third day usually falls so just with the way i think it's either the tuesday or the wednesday the american league wildcard game so that's what october 5th um even if it's the sixth game three would be on canadian thanksgiving i think so that's monday i got it right here i got it right here so the, yeah, yeah. the postseason schedule is up um 
What they're two wild you're right. So wild card a wild card is October fifth. So they're the Tuesday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that would mean game three would be yeah, because game one two is usually what Thursday or Thursday, Friday. You have Saturday off, and then Sunday, Monday are at the visiting teams, or I guess the lower seed. So yeah, you could probably start them if it's Tuesday. You could start Ray in Game Three on Sunday. Hundred yep. percent. Game Three, Game Three is of the ALDS is October tenth, Sunday. Don't ask me how I know this. I just always <laughs> associate it to that's that's the weekend of Canadian Thanksgiving, and the those two Blue Jays playoff always fell on Thanksgiving in the DS. So I'm like, yes, we have the extra day off. There you go. <laughs> A bat flip hangover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except <laughs> didn't have the day off the next day. Nope. You know what? Thinking, talking about that, let's just see how this plays out. And I'm going to uh, mental gymnastics this. Yeah, yeah. So we said that Robert would be pitching Friday, right? So, every, yep. so Friday, so one, two, three, four. Then Tuesday against the Rays. One, two, three, four. Monday against the Rays. I like that. One, two, yeah, three. Friday against the Twins. One, two, three, four. Thursday against the Yankees. Yep. One, two, three. So he'd be, we said October 5th. Yeah. I mean, line. yeah, that's, that's He's the rest. Line for it. He's in line for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, come on. Now they got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Just got me way too excited. <laughs> yeah. He's right there. Like that's normal rest. He's not like pushing it. And after that, assuming they win that game, one, two, three, four, the 10th yeah. is his fifth day. The, the so Sunday, this yeah. lines up. Perfectly yeah. for Robbie Ray why, to just eat. Wasn't it this past weekend people were arguing, do you flip Ray to start Saturday and, and have a miss? I think the Orioles series or whatever. There's talk about no. him flipping. Um, no, I'm glad they didn't end up flipping it, it and, and miss it. It's lined up perfectly. He gets every key series start mixed in with two wins, like with Baltimore and the Twins. And then yep. the others are Yankees, Rays, Rays, and wildcard game, hopefully. Yeah, dude. He has a game against the the Tampa Bay Rays next week, and then the following week, he's in that series as well. And he's in the Yankees series to close out the month of September. So those three pivotal series he's pitching in. And he's been actually really good against the Rays this year. Like, uh, he's had some of his better games against them, so let's go. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> let's do it. Um, all right, let's close this one out. Uh, let's talk about Alejandro Kirk. We alluded to it earlier. King Kirk has been on a sort of a breakout um, this is a small sample size, okay? But thus far in September, uh, he has a line of, this was crazy, all right? 500, 563, 1.214, and an OPS of 1.777 with three home runs. I understand four games, but it's still pretty impressive. We can broaden that a little bit. Let's say 15 games. He's still really good. A line of 333, 404, 677 with an OPS of 1.071. Four home runs, only three strikeouts in 15 games, over 45 at-bats, 52 plate appearances. Uh, Brendan, straight up, is this sustainable for the Blue Jays to make a postseason push? In other words, if... The Blue Jays are going to, you know, rest Springer, as we said. Is this offensive surge from Alejandro Kirk enough to mitigate loss and push them into the postseason contention? Are we relying on Alejandro Kirk, similarly how we did last year, for him to sort of be that spark to say, okay, we've arrived, let's get it? It it makes the bottom of the lineup that much better, doesn't it, when you actually have your catcher hitting? And that's what we've been missing the year. And honestly— before he got injured back when he hit those two home runs against the Braves and then ended up getting hurt, I think we were just starting to see Alejandro Kirk putting it together. That injury derailed him. Um, now, do I want to rest on him 
continuing this. I'm not ready to say that quite yet. Uh, I want to see it play out for another couple weeks or another couple series and, and go from there. But ride the hot streak as long as you can. Keep his bat in there, especially at Yankee Stadium where he's dominated through his very, very, very early career. Um, take advantage of the short porch. Keep it going. Friendly production from the catcher spot. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down to run with it for the next few games especially going into baltimore um but yeah we'll, we'll see if he continues this and if he does i mean that just makes the lineup just much more crazy so let's let's keep it up they, he has to really to for them to continue going on the run that they've started that it'll take to get in the playoffs so yeah what do you think, i will Mike? say right now that um you guys know my bias and i got to see him hit bombs into the wilderness in virginia playing for the bluefield blue stuff yep. <laughs> I have never seen a minor league hitter, and mind you, I saw Vlad play at that level too. So that has just had that barrel to skills, other than Vlad, uh, barrel to ball skills, Vlad. And I saw him at a few different levels throughout the minor leagues, and he just knows how to freaking hit the damn ball. And I think last night was a complete proof in concept of that whole idea. Both those home runs got Robo Tacos, and he just has a beautiful level swing that just finds a way to find these gaps in the outfield. And uh, in Yankee Stadium, Brendan, you mentioned it, that short port turns those into little home runs. But to that point, Kirk has still got plenty of pop in that bat to be able to do that with. And like I said, I wasn't kidding when I said I saw him hit bombs into the wilderness in West Virginia. Look up the that field for the Bluefield Blue Jays. And it literally is like feel of dreams with no corn, but trees in the nice. back. <laughs> so to that point, I don't think the rank of captain is adequately asserting. Uh, <laughs> Kirk's. <laughs> I've been calling him King Kirk since I saw him hit those home runs. And I wasn't the only one in that area doing that. <laughs> so I'll happily say I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> All hail. Oh hell. And I think you're right, uh, when you when you mentioned the fact that the the offensive production from the catcher position, save for uh, a few stints here and there from Reese McGuire, give credit where it's due. Um, consistently it hasn't really been there. You know, Jansen to his credit too has been coming alive a little bit, right? He he was productive um in the games that he caught for Ryu and you know he has been okay, better than I anticipated him to be. But Kirk is just on a tear. Um I, I just think that when you have this sort of confidence, that's what I love about him is that he has no lack of confidence in his swing and his approach. Oh yeah. He was like just going for the jacket last night. I don't know if you, he he was, he was awesome. And I I just love that sort of youthful confidence uh, in this blue Jays team, because let's face it, we haven't really seen it a lot. And this is sort of still new, even though last year we made a postseason run and we got spanked by the Rays in the wild card or whatever the, (laughs) It was it, it, the youth. It's exciting. It's exciting to see. It's exciting to see this reclamation project that the Blue Jays have been able to utilize. Sorry, I'm just seeing if Teoscar is going to hit a grand slam. He's not. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, but I just, the, because of the damn Yankee channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like turning my head and, you know, two outs, two strikes. Let's hit a grand slam here. But I just love what I'm seeing from him. I just love the confidence. And hopefully that this is sort of enough. I just. I don't know the. I don't want to say the the braggadocious attitude of him, but it's just something compelling seeing a kid like this perform the way he is. So, props to Alejandro Kirk. If he can keep it going, not a grand slam. If he can keep it going uh, at this rate, I think the Blue Jays, given the fact that George Springer is out for now, 
I think this is a big reason why they don't need to rush him back. Yeah, I full on wholeheartedly agree. And then the funny part about that whole thing is Danny Chance has actually hit since he came back from yeah. injury too. He's yes. carried whatever he relearned in Buffalo from that back into the majors. And I hope he keeps making Michael K eat his words. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if there was a team to hit a grand slam against the Yankees, we obviously know it has to be Danny Jansen. Just has yes. to be. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure I retell the story. <laughs> Struck out with the bases loaded. All right. Uh, that was, that was costly. Oh. All right. Um, so let's wrap it up here. Let's do picks to click and predictions. J- uh, Craig, do you know the result of the poll from last week for picks to click, or do you need me to head on over to it to find I out? Had it, I believe everybody actually gave it to Manoa. Oh, was that me? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Sweet. Let me just check. I, last I checked the poll, it was that. So. Let's see. But while you're checking, I'll go through the scores here for. Sure. Yeah. Last week, and I think there's a clear cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in reverse order because if I go in the order of the sheet, we're going to give away too quickly. Sure. So I picked Oscar Hernandez. Adam, you picked Robbie Ray, and Mr. Panikar here picked Marcus Semyon. Yes, <laughs> that's close. <laughs> if close. you want two from Robbie Ray, I'd give you that 100. Yeah, but I mean, I think Robbie Ray got the jacket. Robbie Ray, he got two starts when you picked him, right, Adam? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, so just I'm one. Pretty, just one. Just one. Was it just one? Yeah, yeah I think he pitched Sunday. Last week. Right, right. That is true. Because I think the rule was if you picked a pitcher and he's based in both starts were good, that trumps a batter because you're yeah, not having we as went, much things, right? But yeah, to that we went Thursday. It had to be two Cy Young level starts to outdo what frickin' Marcus Semyon has done, <laughs> which is the only reason we're having this argument. Listen, he went, <laughs> Robbie Ray was the player of the week. I'm just saying. I agree. He, he was but, the AL player of the week. <laughs> what's, what's, I'll give it to Simeon. No, no. What's the scoreboard? Uh, for what? For for uh for picks to click. What's the leaderboard? Oh. So if you got Simeon, I get to go here and put two tallies on because Adam, did you find that one for Manoa? Yeah, Manoa. Manoa won fifty nine percent to forty one. So right now, guest spots trailing pretty damn adequately. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. surprised. <laughs> not getting carryover pick very quickly for a future guest host slash Chris key. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam, you and I are actually tied at six wins a piece. And Brendan is apparently just going to try doing a big streak to the playoffs here because he now has nine. <laughs> Wait, that, that's with Simeon or without Simeon. That's with Simeon. That's with Simeon. I'm fine to put it to a vote. Like I totally am because it it was an incredible pitching performance on both sides. I know Simeon's been red hot as well, but like I'm fine to put it to a vote. Let's do and, a vote. Yeah, do a vote because if you remove that, uh, and then I'm at eight. Adam, you would be at seven, and Craig would be at six, and then that would be a very fun race for the last what I think after tonight there'll only be three more shows or four more shows potentially before the season's over. So then that shapes up to basically be the pick to click equivalent of the current wildcard race. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Let me check. Let me check the schedule to see what the, what the show lineup is. Cause assuming my child's born very soon, I could always text in my two C's. Yeah, yeah. So we got one, two, three, four. We have four, four more shows. picks to click. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put it to a vote. Put it to a vote. When we get to the playoffs, it's going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Of True. Of course. Anyway, yeah. so that point, the winner at the moment pending vote is you, Brendan. So I guess it's your turn. 
Yeah, you can go first, Brendan. Okay, okay. Um, I was tempted to take Robbie Ray, too, but that feels like cheating. Um, it's like Vlad in the beginning of the season. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I didn't really think this out too well. Uh, you know who's been kind of quiet and, and kind of could use a little bit of a streak is Bo Bichette. So I uh, think hopefully with some of the big hacks he's been taking, Bo Bichette just has a huge series against Baltimore and starts off well against Tampa. So I'll lock in Bo. There you go. Adam? Josh Allen. <laughs> I have a box of Jackson reach. Yes. <laughs> After my Josh Allen. Uh, I'm I'm half kidding. Um, let's go. You're not you're not half kidding. You're 100. Oh, no, he throws on a first pitch or something. It looks really really good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I, I was gonna go Robbie Ray. I'm gonna save it because I don't. Nah, I'll save it. You did him last week. Yeah, I can't do it twice. Um, I'm gonna go Lourdes. Let's go Lourdes because he's been he's been performing pretty well. It's the bat's getting hot at the appropriate time, and he's got a weekend series for against uh, the Orioles. Prime time to continue that. I'm going Lourdes. There you go. I'm gonna put my money where is where my mouth is here, hoping that you know they do get get a chance to rest Springer, and they get consistent at bats to Alejandro Kirk over the next week. Oh, that's good. So I'm going to ride Kirk <laughs> and hope he's got nothing but Barrio jackets for the next week. <laughs> if he does, I he might win. Rub it rather than Marcus Semyon. <laughs> uh, that is basically jacket right now, right? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, everybody I, spell his name with uh, dollar signs as the S's instead. Yeah. <laughs> If these were smart, they would sell a replica of that blazer. Oh, they'd sell so many. Oh, yeah. Better do. I'm surprised they there has cosplay kind of fun stuff going on already on uh, yeah. the Twitterverse with the Jays Nation. Go to, you know, I bet you DHGate has it. I bet you they do. DHGate or AliExpress. Yeah. Let me see. Blue Jays. Let's see if I can make a model of that and I'll start making up uh, 3D printed coasters of that. <laughs> <laughs> they actually don't have it on on DH Gate, so on price. They have everything there. Yeah, they're they're just developing them. Uh, all right, so we got for series like like we said, four against Baltimore, and two of those included double header, so two seven in the game, and uh, three versus Tampa Bay. Again, those four games are in. What's it? Yeah, the sweet Baltimore and struggle against Tampa Bay. Is that what you're leaning? <laughs> Pretty much. And I know I said earlier three out of four against Baltimore would make me happy, but go for the jugular, man. Like, and after talking through the way the rotor, you have Ray, you have Ryu. Um, and again, playing in one of those games on Saturday, and then Steven Matz, who's been pitching fantastic since the start of August. Yeah, you have a very legitimate shot at winning all four of those games in that case. So, yeah, four it does set you up for if you do happen to have a little bit of letdown, which I think. At this point, I don't know how I can pick them to win that series against the Rays, unfortunately. Um, yeah, four and two. So four, all four um, and one out of uh, against the Rays. Uh, I will be a little bit more bold, and this is not uh, something that I do often. I'm going to go four, so a sweep, and then two against one. So they're only going to lose uh, one game out of the next seven. That's what I'm thinking. That, so that, wow, that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be in if they do if they accomplish that they have to be in now i know the tampa bay rays are a much better squad than the a's but know that two out of three is unreasonable especially at home 
And the, the thing that's so frustrating and why I think some people wanted the Rays last year, including Charlie Montoya, they pull. It's just all the stupid lat, like little little bloops that fall in for the Rays all the time. You know what I mean? Like the typical in Tampa, though. Yeah, in in Tampa, but even still, like all the same stuff, just a little stupid. Like they could be winning one nothing late into the game, the Jays, and then a bullpen meltdown always mm-hmm. happens against Terry's, no matter where it's played. Um, but yeah, the, that is a good thing. It's not at the trop, so maybe you could take two to three. Yeah. Um, to that point, I'm in the school of thought of you, Brendan, that they're going to go four and two. But I actually think they're going to manage to cough up one against the Orioles. I don't want to say it. <laughs> some to do it every time. And they're actually going to go two and one against the Rays. Yeah, I think the whole right. band is going to play big for them uh, for that series. And right now, they have to do something again and split at least those games against the Rays. They need to take advantage of the fact that they have the home field advantage against them for this series because they're more than likely going to get, you know, lopsided when they go to the trot and lose well, one out of them or would only win maybe one of those games. Manoa would start Monday against the Rays, the way things are lined up right now, and then Barrios and Ray. So, yeah, that's pretty favorable, actually. Yeah. So yeah. one thing we all haven't been talking about, and it's probably because they've been on a downward spiral of, we didn't say anything about what the schedule looked like for the Oakland A's. They're the alleged other team in this race, but have been definitely on a downward spiral like the Red Sox. They probably have an easy finish, right? Because they probably get the, um, the, the Rangers and the Angels a little bit. They actually have more. I'll just go through it here. So they're finishing up a series of the White Sox that goes through Thursday. Then, to your point, you play the Rangers and the Kansas City. So they have a chance to get back on track. They still had the quote-unquote pretender level wild cards to go through here with the Oakland or with the Anaheim Angels, the Seattle Mariners, who have also been fading, and then they play the Astros, the Mariners again, the last, the second series, and then they play the Astros to finish the season. Okay. So they had rough last week. Last <laughs> two. Last yeah. two. Like you got Seattle for four, then Houston, Seattle, then Houston. Like I know Seattle probably are pretenders, like you said, Craig, to make the postseason, but they're still not pushovers. Like no. the A's could lose a couple of those games. Yeah. I, I for some reason I can see the so, Mariners kind of staying in it a little bit, maybe longer yeah. than normal. Like, let me see. Like, let, this is how the Mariners finish. I want to pull it up. They have been backs this weekend. Then they play three against the Red Sox, which you know they got to get up for because that is yep. their way to potentially get the Red Sox out of the playoffs and the Mariners maybe in, depending on how the Blue Jays do the next couple of days. Uh, inner shot there. Then they play Kansas City, Athletics, as you said, the Angels, the A's again, and they finish with um, the Angels. Oh, sorry. The Angels, the Angels. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think the Mariners will be in it maybe maybe until the last week of the season, kind of like what they were in 2016, and then the last week they just totally collapsed, which could happen again. But to that point, both those teams have a window of getting back into the swing of things with a more or less a cough up week against some younger or uh, lesser teams in both those schedules. With the saying Oakland A's got the Rangers and Kansas City over the next week. Yeah. Every every single team right now, like we've gone through all the schedules and everybody has a couple of cough ups, like incredible ones where you're like, shit, like that's where they're going to make their hay and keep this interesting as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm not trying to be biased, but I'm looking at Toronto's schedule. And after this, dude, the only teams that I'm not concerned with New York. No, I'm right? not. And the only teams I'm looking at team 
then I'm right. looking at be like, is the Rays? Right? You got games against Minnesota, Baltimore. Like you could win those games easily, totally. easily, and you got a bunch of them, right? And I'm not even concerned with the Yankees. You just win one, sorry, two, one series, one game in the series apiece. So you win two out of the against Tampa Bay, and you perform well against Minnesota, uh, Baltimore, New York. I think the Jays have an edge. I really do. To that point, I think your edge that you were going toward there, Adam, is to really take it this weekend. If they yes. get ahead yeah, in those yeah. situations, then they become the front runner. Totally. And they have the control in those situations to maybe cough up those games against the Rays or well, whatever. Have to Within the next week, more or less, I think, for that plan to work, they have to be in the wild card. And they have that in sight right now, especially with the way the Yankees and the Red Sox have been playing over the last week. And yep. I saw I saw before we hopped on, Connor Chambers uh, on Toronto Sports Views tweeted, to get to 90 wins now, this is what the week has done. They only have in 10. They can do better than that with the opponents that they play uh, the rest yeah. of the season. That percentage of a win team right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they can do better than that, maybe both 17 and 8. Uh, and that gets you to 92 wins. I mean, it's still going to be tough, but the fact that you took care of business against Oakland, you're taking care of business against the Yankees. Remember last week when we were going through and counting up what they needed to do to go, like, what was it, 21 and, like, 9 or 10 or whatever it was, just to get... They've they've given themselves a little bit of wiggle room to finish up good, but not, like, on a tear to get to 90 wins, which is exciting. Yeah. Which is the reason reference was the one that said we had a 40% chance of getting in the playoff. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I think mark my words. Was it September 8th? This might be the last time I'm on the show for a little bit. Mark my words. The Yankee series closing out the season against Tampa Bay is going to be the catalyst for the blue Jays to get into the world. Would not be surprised. But then what about going to be it? What about wildcard two? Who's who else is in there? If it's the Yankees that would, or you're saying that that's the catalyst to get the Blue Jays in? Or that would be. Is there another chair? Uh, I. That, does that does that mean the Yankees fall out? I think I think the Yankees might still be. I think the A's are going to be out. They have too many games against Seattle, Houston in that mix to to really have a chance. And I think that, given the fact that Seattle and Oakland face each other seven times within the next two weeks to close out the month of September, three weeks rather. Yep. I think that's going to like jumble they themselves. They're going to go like, back and forth. Unless somebody sweeps or goes in one or five and two, you go four and three. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's no gain ground anywhere. You just lose. You just lose shit at that point. Like there's yeah. no gaining. There's no losing. It's just kind of, we just wasted the game. So if you have Boston with favorable matchups against Baltimore twice, so that the games against Baltimore and three against uh, Washington, which is a weird way to close out yeah, the yeah. season when Italy play. Um, and given the fact that the Yankees have their schedule is pretty light after this, I mean, they have the Mets and then they have the Twins for one game, and then they have Baltimore, then they have Cleveland, then they have Texas, then they have Boston. I think it's going to be the. I think the Yankees are going to stay in it, but those losses are are what going to make the Blue Jays probably get in it as well. So like it. It's going to come out. Yeah. So, so what, what you're trying to say is, or and this is where I get back to, if the if the Yankees that last week losing is a catalyst for the Jays to get in, does that mean the Yankees are falling out? Because I they think would so. So they'd be Blue Jays and Red Sox is what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. I think the Blue Jays are going to go to Boston. 
for a, for a wild card game. Like oh, I, I, wild card at Fenway. Oh, yeah. Geez. The the Red Sox have a good. The Yankees do too, but with how they're playing, knowing how they can just implode. Like I don't fault the Red Sox for losing against Tampa. You should be losing games against Tampa. They're a World Series contending team, right? I don't think this speaks to their ball club. I really don't. And uh, they have favorable match. White Sox are on a cakewalk, but I think they can handle Seattle. But then again, they're on. They're going to the West Coast. Fuck it. I don't care. The Blue Jays are going to the wild card, dude. They're they're <laughs> facing either Boston or New York. <laughs> yeah, it can't be one of these West Coast teams. I swear to God, if they have to go to the West Coast for a wild no, card game. No, 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 no. I want the West Coast team to come here. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. would be, and I want it to be the Mariners. Uh, actually, yeah. I don't know if I do, actually, because they I, just manhandled Oakland. <laughs> oh, this is going to be surprising. It's going to be awesome. Hours about yes. this. <laughs> yeah. So to that point, Adam had to get his sweeping declaration in because he's on Baby Watch 2021. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I know. I'm wet. I think the best madness there, man. Yes. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hope they can get in. Let's hope they can take this game tonight against the Yankees. Those that are listening on uh, Thursday will already know the outcome of that game. So uh, here's hoping that the Blue Jays can capitalize on it. So that being said, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. You guys watching us. Um, I, this might be my last show. I don't want to you know, go through the whole thing again, but this might be my last show of the season, depending on what happens. Um, Baby Watch 2021 is happening, so his pop, so it could be any day now. But that being said, we appreciate you listening. If you like what you're hearing, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, please feel free to subscribe. We appreciate that very much. Run all your favorite podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, I, I hear Facebook now has their own podcast platform, so maybe we'll hop on. Um, if you enjoy watching uh, us on your video feeds, we're on all of them. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, wherever you can get your video streams from. We are there. We appreciate it. And hey, look, not only subscribe to us, not only not only share us, tell your fellow Blue Jays fans about us. Um, we love interacting with you guys. We love uh, having some sort of... Um, you know, interaction during the shows, questions, comments, anything you guys want to talk to us about, we're very much open to it. I know during games it's pretty difficult, so next week we're going to be off day on Thursday um, so we can interact with you guys a little bit more. And uh, we're also on Patreon. If you like what you hear, please feel free to support us on Patreon. There's a lot of perks that we can throw your way, uh, which includes uh, a guest spot on the show. So that being said, guys, let's uh, close this out like we always do. Two claps. Ric Flair, let's go Blue Jays, and let's go Bills, and let's go 49ers. Go Bye. <laughs> and get oh. your next seed. Yeah. Let's go Let's go, let's go, let's go 49ers. <laughs> every single one in this chat and get your fucking vaccine already. Yes. Yeah. Blue Yankees and Red Sox. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.